now rocking with One Nation Radio. Welcome to the program. James Boyd, Richard Ladder, and a couple friends with the show for your wrestling needs. Shopping out the rest of the IWC. We gon' tell her how it is. We gon' shoot from the hip. If they putting out trash, we gon' rip from the bits. Make sure that you tweet us and you rate the shows. Tell a friend to tell a friend. Now let's get it on the road. Hey. One Nation Sports. One Nation Sports. One Nation Sports. Welcome to One Nation Radio. And now, here are your hosts, Rich Latta and James Boyd. And thank you for listening. SocialSuperFlex.com. BWB, what's up? Welcome to the February 18th edition of One Nation Radio. James, what's going on, man? Not too much, man. Uh, well, we are. This is a special edition podcast uh, with the release of what's the album called? The Life of Pablo. The Life of Pablo by Kanye West. You know, it changed like four or five times yeah, it was in a week. Swish. It was uh, what else was it? Waves. Oh yeah, it was Waves for like a week. Yep. Um, and you know, actually, now the Life of Pablo. It actually changed uh, once in a week, but it changed. No, I don't. Wait, it changed. Well, it was, was the waves. It, it was so help me God a year ago. Was it so help me God? Correct. I don't even remember waves and swish. Well, it was so help me God. So help me God. And then it swish. went to. I wonder why he decided he. Even it went to swish. I wonder why he even decided what. Why he even decided he needed to even name it at the time. Just put it. Just when it comes out, come up with a name. Just Who was Pablo? Pablo. Oh, Pablo, like Pablo Escobar. It's like some and Pablo Picasso. Did. It's like both. Like yeah. I right. did. But um, anyway, uh, we're going to be talking about Kanye West today, so if you feel the need to skip this podcast, uh, feel free, but our wrestling podcast will be out later this week. But if you would like to hear uh, either Kanye West hate or Kanye, or you know, if you want to listen to this because you hate Kanye West, uh, we welcome you. If you are a supporter of Kanye West, we welcome you also. But uh, we got some I mean, special guests gonna, with us there's also before gonna we be, get to that. There's going to be a little bit more than just Kanye. Like, I mean, you know, we've done one of these before. Uh, but we're uh, about when that Yeezus dropped, right? But yeah, I mean, I'm sure we'll get around to some of the Grammy stuff or whatever else, and then you know, we we'll, got we'll we'll, fi- we'll figure this out over the next hour. We've got uh, two class. special guests on the show with us today, um, friends of ours um, and relatives. Um, <laughs> go ahead, go ahead, um, introduce yourselves. How y'all doing, Jason Robinson, the educated kid. <laughs> Okay, and, and what the fuck does that mean? Well, anyway, he's our Esquire. Yeah. Um, if you ever seen the movie ATL, you know what we're talking about. If not, I go would, check it out. I wouldn't say he's Esquire. I don't think my dog is a sucker, but okay. No, I ain't no sucker. <clears throat> he's our Ricky that didn't get shot. <laughs> he went to school, played sports, got a degree. Oh anyway, <laughs> introduce yourself again. Re- reintroduce yourself to the audience. Uh, my, my name is Alex E. Miller. Alex E. Miller. All right. Google so, um, we, Kanye West dropped the album uh, last week. I don't, hold on, hold on, hold on. We can't let that douche, that douche, that douchery, like, just stay Just, just pass? Like he said Google me. I mean, if this Google. was 2010, you know, that'd be a viable catchphrase. You know? not, not even that, like, people, whatever. Just <laughs> I'm sorry. I just couldn't let that, all right. All right. Um, <laughs> so, like, let's get to it. Um, it. You know, when it comes to Kanye West, it's, it's a very complex topic because folks can't, you know, it, they seem to have trouble separating the man from the music, from the antics. Um, so where should we begin? 
Um, I mean, I guess we start with our initial, all of everyone's initial thoughts on that album or whatever, then we can go from there. Sounds good. All right. Well, um, Life of Pablo, um, we were all kind of waiting for it. Um, it was, you know, kind of supposed to represent, you know, the end of that Yeezus thing, whatever the fuck that was. Um, said who? Everyone. But, um, (laughs) most people that didn't go platinum. Um, this is his seventh album. Um, I'll, I'll pass it to Alex first. Alex, what did you think about the album? I feel like it was a, a Pangea of everything we've heard from him. You get a little bit of everything. So it's, um, you know, pretty much from the the sonic feel of it. You know, there's certain parts of it that are going to make you remember college dropout, late registration, graduation, uh, as well as dark fantasy. Wait, what, part, what parts of the album do you think sounded like graduation or late registration because um, I, I feel like they're they're more or less like the last three albums plus the first album is what it sounds like <clears throat> I guess as far as graduation when you look at what he did with um, the Barry Bonds song and then you look at like 30 hours and then you look at No More Parties in L.A. You know what I'm saying? It's just like that's where I, I got that feel. Yeah, All right. persons. I um I thought it was a canvas of confusion. Um, there's no like I feel like he's when it comes to what you expect or what I expect out of Kanye West album, it's like groundbreaking production and you know some dope rap songs. Um, don't know if we got that. Jason. Yep. My overall thoughts? I thought it was alright. I mean, I definitely think it was better than his last album. Um, there are definitely some highlights on there for me, but then there are also some, for lack of just, just not good tracks. <laughs> <laughs> Simplest way I could put it. Alright, so, for, for me, personally, I listened to this record I think I've ran through it three times already. Maybe four. Um, I like the record. I think it's a good record. I think that um, if I were to give it a rating out of five, I, I'll give it an eight out of ten or whatever, or four out of five, whatever you want to, whatever your metric you want to use. Um, for me, uh, it's a lot of, it's a lot of stuff he's, he's sort of already done. Uh, for example, a lot of the, a lot of it is influenced from the last his last two records. So a lot of it is um Yeezus, a lot of it is my beautiful dark twisted fantasy. Um in there, you know, when you get some of the um choir stuff like highlight, low lights, and um ultra ultra light beams, that's that's definitely um a callback to the college dropout stuff where you you know he's you know Never let me down, or um, even uh, two words. Um, I'll fly away. That sort of stuff. You know, really. Um, I would say that the departure of it. You know, we talked about this before. A lot of it is with Kanye. There's a tell on, on his albums. Pretty much like the first three albums, and then you look at what happened to his life with you know 
his engagement fell through, his mom died on on a on a sur- on a surgery table, and then you get uh, endless heartbreak, you get dark fantasy and Jesus, and you look through and it's like progressively angrier and more jaded and more drugs, darker uh, and, 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 and yeah, the darker. Beat, beats more like experimental, yeah. And, so you know, hit or miss, yeah. So regard. for so for me, you know, he's continuing along that line, but. From some of those some of those callbacks to College Dropout, it's it's, it's rays of, of sunshine that you just hadn't seen in so long with Kanye. And don't get it wrong, like I don't mean um, rays of sunshine, meaning like the records were were bad because like I I like personally my second favorite Kanye record is um, Dark Fantasy, but as as far as like okay, it looks like because his music's so personal, you know, really honestly to me. Other than maybe like Eminem, I don't think there's anybody that's had to rap more about himself or stuff related to himself than Kanye. And so it seems like you know, basically where his frame of mind is, you know, his what is what sonically what it sounds like is what is what's going on through his life. Um, uh, so like confusion. So for him, I mean, for him right now, you look at like you look at you know some of the stuff he's going through. He's passing out. Spazzing on records, I mean, you know, like on online or whatever, and, and, and then too. say all that stuff, and then he goes through it, and you know, and then <clears> next <throat> thing you know, he find out, oh yeah, he's on antidepressants right now. Oh, he's on, he's popping his annex, like for anxiety. It's like okay, like you I see, step down from cocaine. I, I don't know, man. I, I feel like I feel like he's he's getting some help, and then but the thing is, with like some of that stuff, if you go off of it, you go through you go through worse, like, episodes than before. Mm-hmm. Like, before you got on it. So, like, I don't know what's going on with Kanye person, but it, it seems like he's more settled. I don't know if that's because of, like, you know, the kids or the marriage and, you know, more of, like, he actually has more, like, a family around him on an everyday basis than before. Mm-hmm. But it seems like he's turning a corner in his life and it seems like he's more positive than it was, especially compared to Yeezus, because Yeezus, he sounded like, he sounded miserable. He really did. So, me personally, when I listen to music, being I'm an inspiring artist myself, I try the best that I can to listen to it with the ear of, like, you know when you get a CD after a club, you know, somebody hands you a CD or a stranger, you have no clue. Sometimes it's not even the person. It could be somebody on their street team. So you have no idea of the backstory of this person. So you're just listening to it for what you hear. So I try the best I can to listen to any piece of music from any artist with a fresh ear to the point where I'm not taking into consideration their previous work. Uh, I'm not taking into consideration what's going on in their life. I just try to analyze it from the melodies that I hear, how, how, you know, how it feels to me, uh, the, the production, uh, the bars, everything. I just try to take it in and just see if I like it, you know, because I feel like I can, my, my opinion can be swayed by other things. So if you notice, you know, some people with this, they'll say, well, man, we were expecting this, expecting that. And then it makes me wonder, okay, so imagine if I'm an artist and I put that out as my first album, what would the reactions be? Because they wouldn't have anything to expect. They never heard me before. So they wouldn't have anything to judge, but the music, which is what it is, the music. It's like with sports. Imagine if there was no reporters you knew nothing about what was going on. A lot of these, like, oh, he's going through this. 
you know, it's like Brett Favre when he had the great game when his dad died. Like, oh, his dad died. Maybe that's motivating. You never know anything. It's just kind of like I try to just keep it at the music. Just listen to the music and disregard everything else around it because it can it can sway your opinion and get and kind of distract you from the music. Now, those are all valid points. But when there's someone like Kanye West, that kind of goes out the window based on his antics and some of the things that, you know, he's that have came at him and as well as that he's put out there. Now, we can talk about, you know, whether all of this, like, the you know, all the stunts over the last month, was this an elaborate publicity stunt for to generate, you know, interest in the album? coming out like we can just just start running through the incidents now i mean i would say i would say no given that like after he would do so much stuff online like he would just immediately delete it and then say i'm sorry or it's all about positivity after you say like you own somebody else's child right yeah but um <laughs> so I, I i don't i don't think that you know the, uh, you know, a more cynical person would probably say, yeah, you know, that's definitely the, you know, the ploy. But, I mean, it got, one, this definitely got way more or promo than um, the Yeezus album when he was just doing the, you know, just dropped it out, the, or more or less dropped it out of the sky without a single or anything. Sort of, like, Yeezus sort of kind of started the whole, like... There's no there's no single, which, no no lead single for, for a record. It's more or less just, like... We're just dropping it because of our brand power, but and that backfired on last time. But I just it was just so much random stuff, and I I don't I don't think I, it's hard for me to imagine somebody like promo was to make them people they purposely say something to make you just dislike them more. Well, so that's kind of what Kanye does, though. But, but uh, and, I, I don't okay. know because you, whenever you tell your Kanye talk for a while, like Kanye is ultimately um, talking in in like positive terms of you know positive motivational and like believing in yourself and that sort of stuff and like a dude like that doesn't really hurt for hurt for confidence. But like you know, super arrogant, confident people, generally speaking, for me anyway, like when you see hear them talk about like their confidence in themselves, or their beliefs, and things they can do, like. It's generally like normally, uh, you know, it's generally like positive. Cause I, I just don't. Um, for me, just to see somebody had that kind of drive, believe and belief in, in something, anything, um, mm-hmm. it's, just, it's inspiring to me normally. But well, no like in this situation, he was just all over the place. Um, well, before we get back to like some of the incidents and all, let's talk about some of the stuff we liked about the album. Um, I'll, I guess I'll start first. Um, some of the stuff I liked about the album uh, were a couple of the, a couple of the beats, like the beats on Famous, like it sounded really tough. Um, I like you know No More Parties in LA just because that that I feel like I told James this that you that beat on that song it's like an all time hip hop cipher beat. Like I feel like if we were just thrown in the vault, like if we were on Hot ninety seven, all right, put a beat on, and you know it's one of those. Um, and fade like was probably like you know I, I have a personal affinity with that sample. My mom played that throughout my whole life, and uh, I thought it was pretty my, dope. My question it. is, why did he put Chris Brown on waves, and then like instead, and like knowing that that Chris Brown is like for for black people, he is the house god. You know, he is the EDM <laughs> god, and he put, and then put him on fade. I thought that was weird. Maybe. You, know, you got Ty Dolla Sign. Was that Ty Dolla on Fade? Yep. You know Post Malone's also. Post Malone, yeah. too, yeah. Post Malone. Okay. 
Jason, what'd you like about the album? Production? Yeah, yeah but I don't... Anything in particular? Um... The, what, what, part two? What was that, track three? Oh, part two of Stretch My Father. Yeah. Stretch Out My Father's Hands or whatever the hell that. Yeah, that, that was tight. I mean, it is, that was, you know... It's my, amazing what, like, you know, uh, uh, 70 BPM regular drums and then some hi-hats do. No, I mean... <laughs> like, in a, in okay, so, like, the 808 run was super tight. Like, the... I, I enjoy... That was probably... Eh. Okay, so for me, right, when I figure this out, I'm ultimately just going to think of, like, Ultralight Beams. Like, that is the best song on this album. Like, this is... Like, me and you were talking... Like, you were talking about this when you listened to the album. That track one? Yes. Um, with Chance. Uh, yeah. So, you, for example, Rich, you when you were talking about this album, you said, like, there's no song that makes the Kanye... The Kanye real, right? For, like, greatest hits or whatever. Like, or not greatest hits, but, like, okay, like, great... Best They're Kanye both. songs. Yeah. That doesn't make the list. I was like... I ain't say it to you at the time. And I was like, I, I guess you didn't hear track one. Mm. Like that's just that is so. Like that, if there's ever a track that like should have been, like I'm ultimately like I don't think that's gonna be a song that like you play at the halftime or Super Bowl. But that is like a just as far as a powerful record, as far as just like just something that's in a just. It's just so different than anything else that's out right now, um, and like sonically, it's just beautiful. And powerful, and I and I don't really, I can't really can't put into words. Like maybe maybe after a few months from now, I can put like put into words like a you know something. It's just it just hits. It just hits me on a level that just is nothing else I've heard in rapping. Would I be wrong if I said the best forty four seconds on the album was "I Love Kanye"? That's another one. Like there's so much smart stuff on this album. Is just the issue is, um, you know, because Kanye doesn't re- Kanye isn't. Um, the days of him putting together the the skits for records are over, right? So like to come together and try to find, pull out the theme on your own is up to you, and depending on if you're like you know if you're into the other stuff Kanye does, because I, I think Kanye at this point is now more or less like he's a genre unto himself. Like you know how people used to say like like James like James Brown makes James Brown music, like Kanye makes Kanye music now. <laughs> He's a genre unto himself. Between all, the, between Yeezus, between Dark Fantasy, between 808's Heartbreak, between this, like, there's nothing else to really compare it to. It's really in, by itself in a vacuum. Um, so, I love Kanye. I think is like that's when he literally says, like, what if Kanye made a song about I love the old Kanye? Then that'd be so Kanye. It's fantastic. Like it, it's it's Chappellean. It's it's riddled in so much, um, some some of the stuff that like is frustrating and, and great about Kanye is like he has that he has that that mind of just flat out observational wit, and that's the thing that made Kanye so great at the beginning was he was so funny, and he doesn't do funny much anymore, you know. Um, so that was man under pressure, bro. That's because I think a lot of it's because like the life his life has changed so much. Like he went from being like the flat out funny smart guy to being like the guy that took himself way too and now takes himself way too seriously. Uh, he need to hang out with some gangsters again. I mean, he does that. I mean, you saw you saw the track list of people that were in and out of those sessions. Alex, you you've been sitting over there stirring. Like you want to go ahead and say, if you want to jump in. Um, 
I, the way I look at it is to piggyback right off what you guys were saying. What I like about it, if you're gonna to go away from the music, even though you know we're talking about the music, just to piggyback off what you're saying, um, Kanye was an underdog that did not act like an underdog. And now Kanye is the guy in first place that doesn't act like the guy in first place. And that's what I admire about it. It's just kind of like, you know how some people are like... Why do you think he's not the guy in first place? No, 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 no. When I say act, act why, like... Why do you think Kanye acts like he's a guy that's not in first place? I feel like he feels like he's a champion of the world. I'm saying he feels that way, but for example, like, when it comes to some people, when they're, when they're the underdog... You know what I'm saying? They're just like trying to play it safe. And he's like, hey, I'm the best of this. I'm the best of this. And then when you get to this position that he's at, some people are like, you know, uh, just kind of toning it down, trying to do whatever they can to play it safe, not to lose what they have. Because it gets kind of thin when you're up there. But he's just kind of like, he comes at it like, hey, yeah, I got everything to lose, but I don't care. I don't, but here's the thing. Like, okay, so. So I, I kind of admire somebody that's just kind of like, it's whatever. You know what I'm saying? Like, say what you're going to say. I'm going to do me regardless, regardless of what anyone says about it. And I feel like that's the thing that his core fans admire the most because it's just kind of like against the grain from anyone we'd ever seen in that position before. Uh, in um, hip hop. Okay, so for me, right? And I think of Kanye in, in, in that lens. When Kanye made it, always a heartbreak and the shit worked. Like that pretty much changed the the, the complete, um, like in the bell curve of like how expectation, how expectancy could where things could have landed for him. Like once eight oh eight heartbreaks drops and it works and it's and it you know and it's something that is critically and commercially uh, loved, I guess. Yeah, um, his whole entire like his whole trajectory as an artist changed. Like he went from being like. Number one rapper in the game to number one rapper in the game, and people love Kanye's um, rap because it is. You don't have to like. You don't have to be a person that necessarily listen to rap to actually under to get the genius of Kanye's rap albums. And then he comes out with this 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 record where he's singing, and basically he's using a vocoder to show that he's not a good singer to show like some you know vulnerability as like. He's going through his emotions on these on these records, of you know, you know, relationships not working and sadness and dealing with all that kind of stuff, and from there, like it works. So like at that point, he's bulletproof. And you know, generally speaking, when guys make experimental albums, like in any genre, it only lasts so long, though. No, I mean, like bulletproof, the, you know, the, element. But I'm saying, like, normally when a, when somebody makes a goes out there and does some, a quote unquote experimental album and it works, they're pretty much untouchable after that. And like, Kanye pretty much has had carte blanche to do whatever the fuck he wants. He's wanted since, like, and that's how you get to dark fantasy, where you know, like, I mean, Lost in the World is not a record that would have been on any other Kanye on any Kanye album previously. Like, that's just a song that just. And then followed that with Who Will Survive in America talking about <laughs> you know that all, all, all of that all of that pro all of that pro black like the end of like you look at the beginning of um like the first half of that Dark Fantasy album and it is like it is everything. Like, I think that's like my that's my favorite section of any Kanye album, right? And then like he goes on like Hell of a Life, Hell of a Life and Um and Blame Game 
and you just see like this dude is like this dude is going through it and it is like he is absolutely like every bit like the jaded rock star that you think of when you think of like back in the 80s when, when like guys and bands would like die on a would, would quote unquote like OD, on, OD on cocaine yeah. like he is like he's ultimately that guy except he's a black except he's he's black as he's black as the you know black as the ace of spades yeah, yeah thank you I couldn't think of the, the, <laughs> that, that yeah black as the ace of spades and he's a rapper doing this and he's out hanging with trippers and porn stars and all that stuff and and that's where he ends up. Then we're at the point where he's, you know, he's on the plane talking about, or he's on the plane, or he's talking about maids. Like, damn, the maids don't even look good here. Yeah. Like, huh? Yeah. So, <laughs> and then, you know, and then from there you get Yeezy where it's just like, he's basically like, he's in Paris, he's hanging out with Daft Punk, and he's just isolating, he's to himself, and he's like, there's a bunch of stuff, and he just had a kid, or his, or his kid's on deck, and he doesn't, it seems like he doesn't know how to handle it, he's just basically like, He's almost like this is my last. This is like my last chance to do anything irresponsible I can before I had this kid. That's a lot of what he <laughs> seems like. And then you get this where it's like he has kid, he has family. It seems like, um, in a, he's like in a weird way like the Kardashians have helped him calm down, which is something that like you look at you know some of the other like uh like you look at the other um brother-in-law in that family or ex-brother-in-law and how he just went through you know what he went through and he just barely survived and he seems like Kanye is like the, you know on the other end Lamar Odom is you know ODN because he because uh, he went through with the Kardashians on the other end like the Kardashians are the common influence on Kanye's life go figure I don't know man I feel like I mean you take take away the narrative listen to the narrative of what everyone is saying as far as his life and then look at like well, what um, what was said about um, Father Stretch My Hands Part 2 about the beat tempo. Those are things that unless you are involved in the industry that you wouldn't know. You see what I'm saying? So that's why I'm wondering like flat out with aside from the narrative, aside from knowing that, how would you judge the album if you did not know him? If I did not know if him? If you did not, just sonically. If you didn't know him, it was a new artist, handed you a CD, okay, and if you I, listened okay, to it. Okay, so I listened to the first track, I hear, I hear, if, uh, I hear some new artist, and I heard Ultra Lightning, I'd be like, holy shit, who the fuck is, what, what the hell is this? Um, then, you know, you go through both Stretch, uh, stretch uh, Part 1 and Part 2, you go through Famous, I got it. Uh, you go through famous, and then you go through uh, feedback, and you're like, "Wow, that front five is is great, literally great." Like I will say this. Um, the reason why I like this album is there's no like point in this album for me so far. Where I hear it, and I'm like, "Yeah, that that album, that song is out either just flat out a dud because it's musically terrible or because it's uninteresting." There's not a record like that on here. Like there are rec- like 30 hours where you get to the end. We're back. We had a technical difficulty. James, you were talking about the end of 30 hours. Yeah, like 30 hours when it's just okay. So the the, the thing that I liked about this Kanye album was the fact that so many of those records were in and out. So a lot of these records were like. Can I just say this, James. I hate the word record. 
I know you do. That's why I did. <laughs> yeah, you always like why is that it? That shit sounds institutionalized. Why is it a record when the when is why is it a record when these songs are no longer played on vinyl anymore? It's like you're talking about the packaging of it, like some look. like look whatever. I'm calling a record because I know it bothers you. Anyway, this so guy. you want me to call it MP3? The, the, the MP3? Let's call it a song, man. A song, okay? You know, because those shits are disposable now. That's track. why. Anyway, so anyway, we get to uh, the the thirty hours track. After most of, most of these tracks are all you know three min or two minutes or three minutes short and they're in and out just to basically like show you like this is what I'm going for next next you know next scene in this film right and you get to thirty hours and thirty hours is so much of um so much of like a college dropout type of record um especially when you think about like. That uh, that relationship he was in the beginning, like when he first got on, right? And then, and by the way, like that flow is so Drake. Did Drake write that? He got some he's on the credit. credit. He's on the credit for thirty hours. Yeah, like because that Drake, that is such a Drake flow, which is kind of weird because when we, when Drake first got on, he got on records doing Kanye's flow, which is kind of interesting. It's all, it's all full circle now, yeah. but you know, and he, then it he, just droned on for another three minutes. Yeah, it went three minutes. Like yeah, three, three minutes and it's all, just, all, just, and, just three minutes. Like, you know, this, what so, is this smooth jazz? Like, it's quiet. Yeah, it's like, yeah, I would call it quiet stuff. It was more like adult contemporary. Just like, like know, come on, bro, rap, fade this out, man. Yeah, yeah, yeah. engineer slipping, man. I mean, somebody Kanye, talk to that man. Kanye does it. Because here's the thing, though, right? Think about it. Go back and listen to even from the beginning, right? So, what's the last thing was Slow Jam, the album version? I know, yeah. He put it when he put the guitar, the guitar solo in it, right? Um, he always, he sort of always sort of did this, but really it didn't start coming out to where like it was obvious that he was just doing stuff to songs he already had out, and like on Dark Fantasy. So when Runaway comes out, like all that extra minute ninety seconds of Runaway was completely unnecessary. And then like you're like, well, that might be my best record, so I'll do it on Jesus too. And he started doing, and he started doing this thing where he starts adding unnecessary stuff. Like for example, on part two, uh, on stretch, he has this part where like a lady is like whispering something. I can't completely unrelated to the song, and then it goes just transitions to the next track for no reason. Like Kanye still throws that stuff at you for no reason. Where like a song breaks to another song that's completely unre- more or less unrelated. Like for example, famous. Mm-hmm. Yeah, with Rihanna singing, and then she basically is singing a sample, which is cool, and then Kanye says, you know what, I'm actually going to play the actual sample that Rihanna was singing, which is like, so why even have Rihanna on the record then? That's odd. But the record was so hot that, it, you know, you just like, oh, whatever, Kanye gave me a hot record, so I don't really, hard ultimately fuck. care. Yeah. Do you uh, think Swiss made that? Havoc. Havoc? Yes. Yeah, Havoc. There's a bunch of people Are we sure he made it or he just programmed Because I know Havoc was on a few of these things. Yeah, the, there's Havoc. You know, there's there's someone named Charlie right? Heat. There's like a million producers on like every yeah, song. We don't yeah. know who does what. Yeah. Um, all of them is a group. But <laughs> <laughs> um, It's weird that I see any no ID on any of these things too when I was going through it. Uh, on that song, it has a famous Taylor Swift line, which has caused yeah. up, uproar uh, on social media. Um what do you guys make about this thing? Me, personally, I just think it was a rap line and meant to be nothing more than that. And then it got blown out of proportion. And next thing you know, Taylor Swift's on the Grammys shooting shots. 
you know, bang, bang. Which ultimately was interesting. Is like Shooting at herself. It's like, okay, I get... She, she deserves, you know... I'm, I'm not, I'm a man, I have a penis, I have no idea what it's like to be called a bitch, and, and you know, to have me, what that, what that means. Um, I will say this, though. You've been called a bitch. <laughs> Did you not hear the context of saying I have a penis, I don't know what it means to be called a bitch while being a woman, dummy. <laughs> anyway, continue on what I was saying. Bitch, since you want us to be called a bitch, then how you like being called a bitch? So, continue on with my Hold point. Hold on, bitch. Like, yeah, all right. We just going to digress. This is what we turned into. So, anyway, going on to what I was saying, on Taylor, Taylor, you know, she had the right to say whatever she wanted to say in response to that because, you know. Oh, they, oh, they caping up for her, too. No, but I'm, I, don't, I don't care about what, you know, like, yeah, Kanye's 38 years old. He he has he has a, a daughter. He's married. Like he really at this point has no real reason to be calling people bitches. That, it, it, like, cause it didn't make. It's not like that song. Like that line made the record. Okay, calling her bitch made the record. He could have said I made her ass famous, and that would have been just. A- Once again, we had some technical difficulties. James, you said she could have been called, or this. It, it didn't make the record. The uh, him calling her a oh, bitch. Yeah, that, like they didn't. That didn't like make her break that line. Like she could have easily said I made her ass famous, whatever, and it still would have been. I mean, obviously, it still would have been just as untrue, but. You know, it still would have been as as effective of a line. So, but anyway, like getting back to her, getting back at Kanye, like I, you know, I was, you know, that's that's fair game for her. But I thought it was ultimately, you know, interesting that like congratulations, she, you played yourself. Yeah, she did. She really did. <laughs> like by saying like, okay, you you, you know, people are going to tell you that they made you famous or instead of it being your hard work, but you can't pay attention to those people. Like when you're at, well, you out there. When, like when it, you win Grammy of the year and you are directly talking about the people that 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 said that stuff. That's kind of like that's kind of like you know hustling. working against yourself. Yeah, you know that's counterintuitive completely. Hustling backwards. Yeah, you know. I mean, you just basically prove that like that actually did bother you, but whatever. Um, as far as you know, for me with Kanye, as far as that, like Kanye's always been a misogynist. I don't think this is like something new here. Like we we all we all know that like we we've all heard. Look, like, but that's day one, before, bro. Right? But that's day one. No, nah, that's not their one. That's day one. No, nah, because if he had said that about Adele, he would, the people would have been just mad, if if not mad. Or they early. are of the same, you know, kind of like you know you. I, I, I yeah, I imagine if, the if, responses if will be similar. If he had said that about Beyonce, people would have been just as mad too. Well, he knows better than that. I mean, I, I mean, he actually seeing knows. as he how actually, he like, actually hang like interacts with yeah. Beyonce on a real level, like, like to, to Kanye, Beyonce is actually a real person as opposed yeah. to Taylor, which is like, oh, it's somebody, like, it's just somebody, whatever. That's in that's in in this like this relatively in the same space, me, but not really. I could be wrong, but um, I state this to be very clear. I could be wrong, but he said that he spoke with her about it over dinner. With a friend, something, you know what I'm saying? Like, supposedly she knew about it. She came up with the idea of it. That, and then, but she's refuted that. So. Correct. But check this out. But check this out, right? So the thing is, it was the day after her publicist, you know, supposedly had said that that wasn't the case. And then you hear the SNL thing in the back, you know, where he, you know, refers to her as fake. I could be wrong. This is my just... If from looking at all that, I'm thinking it's a possibility that is something they spoke about. But when the public reacted the way that they reacted to it, it was like, "What do you do?" 
do you come to the defense or do you ride that wave, the martyr wave? Okay, Alex, when you say martyr wave, what do you mean by that for so, someone that might not understand? Yeah, that? so I don't, you know, I don't know her personally. So, but I just know I've seen times where it's like, it's, it's almost like imagine cracking a joke on someone and they really don't take that much offense to it if it's just you and them in the room. Mm-hmm. But if everyone else is laughing and then it's like, okay, I, I guess I am supposed to take offense to it. Or if it's like, you know, you and somebody have a type of relationship where you guys play a certain way, then other people are like, man, you letting him play with you like You let him say that to you like that or do you like that. But you and that type of person have that type of relationship to where that doesn't bother you. Or you might have discussed that, but because there's an audience, all of a sudden it changes. Mm-hmm. You see what I'm saying? So, you know, the way I heard was supposedly she knew of it, but didn't know that he was going to use the B word. You know what I'm saying? Um, but at the same time, people know it's hip hop and you got people who aren't even of the African-American race that use the N word. You know what I'm saying? But like I said, it goes back to the whole thing where some people, if it's just you and them, it's fine. But if it's an audience, they're a little bit more uncomfortable with it because the audience, it's just like when you're in school and someone says, I bet you won't hit them or, you know what I'm saying? Someone hypes something up and it's not really as big of the deal as it was made out to be. No one knows how their what their relationship is between the two of them. One question: Do you think uh, that him and Taylor still might have sex? <laughs> I don't. I don't need one of them. So I mean, James, yeah. you look like you want to hop in. Yeah, so, I think it was just being witty. Just okay, being witty so, with hip hop. Yeah, so it's been same here. It's been reported yeah. at different yeah. points where, <laughs> like, okay, she Kai said basically, like, okay, there's a record and there's a line in this record that involves you, Taylor, or whatever, based on a conversation we had in the past. And then Taylor never actually heard the record and then warned him about, he told him what the gist of it was. And then she she warned him of, all right, you know, whatever, you're going to do whatever you're going to do anyway. But just know that, like, you know, be careful with this misogynist shit. And then the shit blew up. And then from there, she was Boom. like, it blew up, and then she was like, "Well, I did sort of tell you." And she went from there, like, it, and obviously, she to me does. I mean, you can get into what was said or whatever, or what was rumored to be said, but I'm only going by based on reactions. And the way that like everybody in her camp has reacted to this is clear that like what was explained to her was not as what no, was not what, was it, what was on that record, <laughs> right? So and you know and on, based on that you can like it's fair game for her to you know you know feel mad about it all she wants. So, but the thing with this is like we're in a different day and age when we talk about you know um, rap music and more or less people that have been doing this for a while, right? Like it's one thing to be Kanye and you know the humor I'm talking about you have a PhD, right? It's another thing when, like, you're 38 years old, you you have you're married, you have a kid. 38 eight year old. Yeah, and, 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 yeah, and that's so. part of it. Like, for you to like to be acknowledged of, like, yeah, you realize you're immature. Like, those days are over. Like, it's the same thing when we took the task of Eminem. You know, when he talks about <laughs> when he does this stuff with you know, um, talk calm people. Like you the know, joke's over, bro. Yeah, like but it's it, not yeah, funny anymore. Like, you know, like it's not like at a certain point, like. Like what else you got? You like, <laughs> like, I'm not saying that this dude is to, like, that's not needed. Like, he knows that it's unnecessary. Just like I said, like, that didn't have changed that, that line by him saying, I made her ass famous or whatever. And, and, like, you know, then there are other people that actually, you know, are so, 
that first you know interaction with Kanye is more or less like the wrestling heel turn was him up on the stage and embarrassing her like that anyway. But it's like, oh, so you, I get it. You're doing this again to her. Like, yep. so that's not, you know, it's just like, and layoff. Like, I, you know, for a line, that's a cool line, but like, you ain't gotta, you ain't gotta call her a bitch. Are you guys <laughs> tired of defending Kanye's genius based on his antics? Oh, I absolutely am. I am just, I am so weary. I'm, I'm tired. I'm not tired. I'm tired. <laughs> Like, no fucking tired. Like, uh, like T I E four E four or seven or eight E's and then a D. I'm tired. <clears throat> I think he's kind of proven to be someone that I that we really don't need to listen to what he has to say if it's not on a song at this point, just yeah. because it's it's so polarizing. It's so it seems like. Like those, the, those Twitter rants are the just they're random. So, they're at weird times. They'll be at like four in the morning. It's like, bro, <laughs> go to sleep. Like, well, the, thing, well, the, man, the man, thing for oh. me is right. It gets it just it goes toxic so quick. So like, there's an immediate back. Like one, he'll say something where you look it at him. Like if anybody else said this, right? Like because in a weird way, like music artists, we just don't take seriously compared to other people, right? So for example. If a person, because ultimately there's nobody for them to answer to. So, if if Adrian Pete, no, let's, let's use somebody else. If LeBron James went off and, and snapped off the way that Kanye does, ultimately somebody would 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 make him will quote unquote pay, whether it be people that are he's in partnership for sponsorships would back out of the deal, right? Mm-hmm. Or the league would step in and say, you're spending X amount of games or you need to be fine or you need to do work with um, certain people. Like, for example, with Kobe. When Kobe called that ref an effing F, they said, you need to go sit your... Find him a substantial amount of money and he went and basically like sat down and thought about it and did some community stuff and basically thought... Or sorry, some community work and thought, you know, actually, like, yeah, what I did say is hurtful to people, blah blah blah. You know, in a certain way, like artists, like they don't, they don't deal with that. Like they can, like they say what they want, do what they want, and go on. And ultimately, like those people are still are the same people that we were comparing to, as far as people that are supposed to be held to some type of social accountability. And the thing with social media is, when you say something that that you know, somebody can look at with a screw face, like. They will call you to the carpet and and be like, "What? Explain what you mean?" Or or they'll just they, start or, lighting you up. Yeah, or you get lit up when in a way which you know that wasn't available years from now. Mm-hmm. Alex, you want to jump in? Yeah, um, to me, it's um, well, I think what you see, like especially when you speak on the things as far as the apologies, you know what I'm saying? Like taking something back. It's just a matter of we just get the we get the rough draft that's on the mind palette. You see what I'm saying? Like, and which a lot of us do that. That's just like some of the things. A lot. If, if we all thought out loud, a lot of the stuff that he says, someone else might say. But the thing is, they're worried about how other people are going to react to it, what they're going to say. And those thoughts all the time, like you said, is random. Those thoughts come at those random times. Sometimes a song could come to you in the middle of the night. You know. So it's just a matter of with him. I feel like to sum it up in two words, I think you just get real time, Kanye. You just get real time. You get real time from the thoughts. You get real time from the the music. Everything is just based on when it comes to him at his will. But he has put himself in a position to be able to do that and survive because 
it's just it's 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 kind of like like when you go to uh, um uh, what is it when you go to a grocery store you know and, and then you look at something you look at the ingredients in it you know what's in it when you pull that box off the off the shelf you knew that's what was going to come with it you knew that so you you still went and checked out and bought it so everybody knows that's him he's been real time since he started you know what I'm saying so it's just kind of like it, it's it's not so much of you know as far as you say tired of defending the the genius, I think it's just it's it's his life. It's kind of like just how someone could say, hey, they don't care about someone else's lifestyle, how they live their lifestyles, none of their business. They're just a fan of their music or a fan of their athleticism or a fan of their you know acting. Like if it's a you know an actor or something like that, I think the same thing could, could go for him. You know what I'm saying? And it actually works for him because. Some of those same people, like I've met someone before, when I spoke about him, they said they will give his personality an F minus, but his music an A plus. But how does he make his living? The first word before any commas is going to say musician, American musician. So it's a matter of, it's like the guy at, at, at work that might say the but things. But the thing that is, no, what's, what's the con- like, what is his musical content, though? What, what do you mean when you say that? Musical content is himself. So, like, if he's a... If, like, so that does intersect, though. Oh, okay. Well, yeah. It's, it's himself. And in a sense, if you look at the things that he tweets, is that any different than some of the things that he would put in his music? It's kind of like... It's like Yeah, this. because I, Kanye, I look at Kanye like, is not nearly as boastful, um, like, you know, like, for example, right? You think of Monster being, like... You think of Monster as, like, his defiant... I am a I am a legendary rapper. This is my legendary rap verse for me. Yes, yeah. like so. For example, like the best. There, there are certain. There are certain things. There are certain. Yeah, right. Triple double no assists, right? Yeah. So there are certain things on like Eminem show for me. Like after for me, what Eminem show is, he drops Marshall Mathers LP, and then he comes back and he's like, "I'm here. I'm here to get my accolades and respect. Like that I am, you know, the best rapper on the fucking planet." So like you hear. Um, uh, what track is it? Oh my god! Uh, Back to business. Like you hear those verses on Back to Business. He's like, I want my. I'm, I'm here for. I'm here for my accolades, respect, all that right now. I, I'm. I'm going to. Get, I am defiantly showing you how great I am right now at this moment. Like in it, it, same same thing with, um, for example, uh, Hard Knock Life. You say. You know what I'm saying? Said us prophecy. Until my second album came out, oh, yeah, yeah. you know what I'm saying. I gave you probably in my first joint, y'all landed out. Yeah, they really appreciate it. The second, second one came out, out. so I stretched the game. Yeah. Actually, name up the jig on top, right? Yeah. Yeah. Same thing. Like, so when I hear, you know, I hear that when Kanye is like, that's that's Kanye the most bo- braggadocio, boastful, like that and gorgeous, right? And you hear those records, and those are nearly as like egotistical and arrogant and annoying and obnoxious as the stuff he does on Twitter. Okay, give me, some, give, me, give, me, give, me, give me some of the tweets that you're referring to. Give me a couple. Well, then. Well, he said he owned Wiz Khalifa's son or a daughter or a oh, child. I'm okay. sorry. Okay. Let's see. But check this out. Now, say, for example, now you look at that. Say him and, him and Wiz went to where we're old enough to where we remember when social media didn't exist. So rappers just had to communicate if they wanted the public to see their spats. The verbal spats would take place on wax only because that's the only place to to do it for the public to see it. So if there was a song, if it was a diss track to Wiz (coughs) and he said, I own your child, people would be like, oh, 
he got him. That line was tight. You know what I'm saying? Jay-Z said something about, you know, ejaculating on someone's baby seat. You know what I'm saying? So it's just kind of like, if Kanye said the same thing he said in the tweets on a diss track, this conversation wouldn't even exist. You can say the same thing about Meek Mill then, right? Oh, no, okay. But here's okay, the thing. Okay, but, but here's, here's the thing. But I'm, I'm that, just, that's, I'm, one, that's one of, like, a, that's one of them. Quite okay, a few give, me, give me another one. Give me another so one. there's also the stuff where he's talking about, or actually, this actually popped out. Uh, but am I right on that? Do y'all agree with me on that? Like, if you said that in a diss song, people would be like, oh, he got him. We're waiting to hear Wiz's response. Or is it? Or not or really? Or that's, do not, you really that's not no cool line. But do you really? really that's not like, oh, okay, let me ask you this. Really. Do you really hear men saying, "Man, that was disrespectful." Man, you shouldn't have said that about owning this child. No, hip hop enthusiast is gonna be like, "Hey, he got him. Wiz got to come back hard." Am I right or wrong? Correct me if I'm wrong on that. No, because it's not no super killer line. Okay, okay, well, okay. Let me ask you this: Would it be as big of a deal if he said that on a song as it is because he said it in a tweet? It's a it's a lesser deal. I'm sorry. It's more of a deal that it's because it's on social oh, media. Oh, so it's on social media. Because so I am right. Let me hear the next tweet. Let's go. But the point is this, Alex. I know. Give me the next tweet. You look at what I'm talking about with Kanye. <laughs> you talk about the stuff where he's at his at, I'm at his facts. Break. Kanye. No. Well, you agree so, with me? All right. So we're talking about a, we're talking about a track where he says the best living or dead heads down. Huh? Yeah. That's way him saying he's the best living dead or alive is less obnoxious on a record. Than it is when he's saying stuff like "I am way I." He was like, "I'm the greatest. If I'm the greatest artist of any of all times." <laughs> he literally said that, or something of that. Or I'm something. the best artist in two generations. Or yeah, two generations. Yeah. Meanwhile, like we have one birthday. So what the fuck does that even mean, right? No, what he's meaning is in two different times, based on a, a generation, like say our generation, and say like Dane, like uh, for the for generations. Those are, generations yeah. are twenty years long. Correct. Correct. So what are we, so no, that, that that's not how that works. He has been doing this for twenty years, but he hasn't okay. even doing this for twenty. Years. How is he the best of two generations anyway? And that's not what he really meant. But like that, that's just like put okay. it together. Like, okay, errors, it. errors, errors. You know, based on when Jordan had the crown and when Steph had the crown. He's speaking. You get it, and you know with hip hop, when people when people you know kind of over exaggerate but it's it's the difference between over exaggerating like lying and over exaggerating like being braggadocious where you know they're over exaggerating you know what i'm saying like you purposely like over exaggerating but, but you're still on not getting my George, point like, I your the stuff he's doing so like, on a song is, if he he's so that, much more obnoxious in real life than he is in like his actual music and, so, it, and it and it becomes and it comes a real problem for you when it comes to trying to separate what he does on a record and what he does when he does his full whatever so in every anything else involving any type of media, right? So the so, so the word he finished. I got you. So especially when it comes to when his subject for the most part of his career has always been his life. It's really hard to go back and like listen to these records about like all of this drive that this dude had to like come back and you know from a broken almost died in a car accident to like realize his dreams and be like you root for that guy. And then you go to this, it's like, oh, he's like, it's he's so obnoxious now. Like, he made, yeah, he still makes great music, but it's like, how much do I have to and put the, up with this dude? And the thing is, like, when you read something on social media, like, and keep in mind, like, this also it's a different social, context than and, and music. And social, also, yes, it's completely different forms. So, like, there are different rules. Bitch like, is can, an endearing word in hip hop, like the word nigga. Like, you can't, like, you can get away with saying stuff in. Rap. I hate calling women bitches, but the bitches love it. Drake. Keep going, James. 
Drake is also massaging his head, get called for the carpet, saying stuff he says though. And in this way, people in don't even get me started on Drake. That's a whole other thing. Like we talk about Drake all the time about how his misogyny matched with the fact that like he be out there. He, he's like Nas in a sense, like. Like, it goes from one song, he's one extreme to the other. Like, he's a complete yeah. hypocrite. Like, like, he can't talk about, like, how much women hurt you, and then, like, on the other end, talk about, like, how much, like, you completely dis- discard women like they're, you know, says out who? Like they're says trash. Who? Says who? Huh? That's why That's why I feel says like... Says people working in a with society... With brains. Why no, no, people with people, brains? No, says people work and live in a society where women get paid 77 cents for every dollar a woman a man makes. You know, where we, you know, where we, government control, like, you know, we talk about, you know, the reproductive systems. Says that. That's not, that's, that's like, nah, bro, we can't do that anymore. Well, I guess my thing is. Those days are over. But I guess. Like, back in the day, look, back in the day, Warren Moon could, could, you know, do what he did to that woman and nobody ever even talks about Warren, that shit now. Now we're, now in this day and age, we're pulling up shit that happened to Peyton Manning in 1996. These days are over. Like those days where Greg Hardy could have skated for what he, or how he beat the hell out of that woman are over. We're, we're not doing, we're not going for that no more. Like we're a more enlightened, better society for this, I believe. And we have to start looking at some of this stuff as we grow up and look at some of the records we listen to like, for example, how much we all love um, Doggy Style and then thinking like, hey man, Snoop can't be out here tr- uh, t- talking to Iggy Azalea online like that. We just can't. Like we can't, we can't behave like this no more. We just cannot. I, I guess my thing is when you the, the word you said was the word rules, and that's why I feel like people like Tupac, who can put out wonder why they call you bitch, and then put out Brenda's got a baby, and then you and we get, both at the same time. When that ha- even when that happened, then we call them hypocrite. Hey, but hey, but at the end of the day, it's people that are it's like the game. The game said it one time. The game said I have the right. To think one thought at 10 o'clock and think another thought at 10.01. He goes, it's human nature. People's minds change. He says, just because I voice when my mind changes is contrary to other people who will say something and would like to retract the statement that they made and decide not to because they wanna, don't want to be looked at like a hypocrite or whatever. Just don't want to, you know, pretty much let people view their palette like an open, their mind palette like an open book. That's their decision. But I feel like people like the Tupac or Drake or Kanye where it's like they go... From one extreme to the next, who who doesn't? Who doesn't? You all of us, we're men. We have hearts. We have a soft spot for women. But at the same time, we're men, and we have eyes. And sometimes we'll say some things amongst each other that we wouldn't say in, amongst a crowd of people but just my, because of my, the fear of how we would be perceived. But my point, but these people here, but my point is almost applauded. But I, my point is, yes, people are human. People have ranges of emotions and go through it. But at the same time. As you get older and you grow, you're supposed to realize that, like, that's not how you're supposed to behave. And, 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 that, and, listen, we're, and, and when people, and listen, and when people still do the same old things that they were doing, we say that they're Eminem and they're still making rape jokes and it's imma- about Roethlisberger and, you, and we you say it's immature and we say that this dude needs to grow up and he has to learn or we stop listening all together, like we treat it ludicrous because we're not with the fart jokes, or we're not with the comedy anymore. That just happens, and it, you know, and these people are human. And I'm not saying they're supposed to be put up on pedestals to be knocked down or anything like that. But what I'm saying is, at what point for a person that is aware enough to realize that he's a 38 year old, eight year old, as he says, at what point does he realize, like, okay, 
When you gonna fix I that? I can't do this. Like for example, but, Dr. Dre. Hold on, let me finish. For example, you. right? The Compton album. Dre's not talking about big screens, forties, and bitches anymore. <laughs> he's not. It's. He's fifty years old. He put out a great album without having to do that. I believe Kanye is more is is a uh, is a more spe- is a special. So I'm gonna say specialer. Is a more important thought-provoking artist than that. That has all these ideas. <clears throat> I feel like he can do better. I'm not saying. I'm not saying. And that's that, like my my. That's about all. That's my whole thing. I feel like he can do better as far without 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 you know Sigma Sire saying. And I don't think he, I don't think he's like you know some especially harmful person because a lot of the stuff he did was you know a lot of humor stuff. Like Gold Digger is a funny record. Like. Yeah, is it sophomore and is it you know is it um, problematic to think that you know it falls down the line that all women are trapped are trapping these you know nah, pro, pro he's athletes? Telling us about the Absolutely, women that were. <laughs> like, Absolutely. <laughs> but ultimately, that record is funny, especially when you throw in the fact that the last line of that, the last line of, the, of any of those verses, when you get on, you leave the ass for a white girl. This whole thing is like something to look at. It's funny. Like you look at even um, I can't remember the record song, the Slum Village song. Calling. Calling. Yeah. Same thing. Like that selfish. Was selfish. Selfish. Exactly. Same thing. So he always had this self-humor observational wit that I always thought was like, especially at the time when it was coming out with like the backpack thing and like the Chappelle stuff. But those days are over. Like Chappelle's not doing this no more. Well, this is my, this is my theory on it. You have rappers that, well, first off, with that 38-year-old, 8-year-old thing. Here's the thing. Oh, okay. I'm saying, like, as you grow up, you, you know, you, you're supposed to, you, you always hope that that's, that's what changes. Like, and it's his seventh album. Like, what's, like, yeah, like that's, next? Like, yeah, you know, like, like, we, like you can't go, like, like your, your career starts one way and you're on the ascent. You know, we've all heard the, the stories, like, you know, the fall-offs. It's like. Is he at his peak? Has he passed his peak already? Like, nah, because no, he's turning the corner. This album's no. fire. This album's hot. At the end of the day, the album's You might not like it, but the album's fire. I can say, if you, I can say, you can, it's the masses, it's, been, it's being viewed as a hot album. But anyway, Look, now, there's the thing. Now, will our, will our opinions of this album change three months from now? Maybe, maybe not. I personally think that this album fire. I can't find a. I don't. I don't find a record on it that I that I think is um, at, at the least bit, um, at like even at its worst is uninteresting. Every record on there is least interesting. Now, so for me, the thirty-eight year old, eight year old thing. What he's referring to, he talks about that, and I know this from interviews thoroughly. It's a matter of that's like with, with acting school. When I went to acting school, um, I would be in classes, and it would be all ages. And the kids who put on, the, the people that put on the best performances are the younger. And when I was speaking to my dean about it, they were saying because the thing is when we're younger, we're a little more fearless. We're a little bit more free because we're not as aware of the consequences that come from people's perception as far as how it can make you feel. But when you're younger, it's just like, you know, everybody accepts everybody for everybody. Like, you know, it's just like they're saying, like when you take kids of different races, they don't know anything about the backstories of it. So they just play with each other. Then as they get older and they hear more, and then different people in their family are, you know, they start to kind of, you know, impute these stereotypes into their mind and start looking at 
the the kid that they played with on the playground that was a different color than them a certain way, then they're like, oh, okay, so I'm supposed to look at them this way. You, it's pretty much the conditioning. And like you're saying, like you say, when we get older, supposed to be this and that, that's the conditioning. So when he speaks of that, it's kind of it's like, hey, he's a 38-year-old, 8-year-old. It's like from 8 to 38, those 30 years, they could not condition him. And, and the thing is, when it comes to, like you said, you're supposed to, those are all those unwritten rules. And it goes back to the lifestyle thing. Like I say, that's like with someone's sexuality or someone, the way somebody decides to make a living. It's like, that's the decision that they make. But even sexual, but even people's sexuality, now hold on, I, I want you to get it straight before I say this, right? I mean, as far as people's sexuality, as far as them trying stuff new and whatever, they are preferring going down that route, right? So there are people, right, for example... Eating that booty, might not, basically. Yeah, stuff like, like that. Get more that's, adventurous, that's, that's what he was trying to people get. People get more you know. adventurous in their sexual lifestyle. Like, they going from, like, all right, well... One Nation Radio, what we talk about eating the booty. <laughs> when we talk about going down, like, certain things, you'd be like, I've never do this or that before and find out that that's something that they end up liking, right? As far as their sexuality. Now, what I mean by... You stupid. So what I mean by that is... When I go back to the Kanye thing where you say, like, you interpret it. That's what you, how you interpret it. I interpret it because the way I interpret it as far as the age thing is because as far as him acting like a passionate child is because, I mean, we have Diamonds and Forever album on late, a record on late registration. Yeah, a record, Rich, because he said, you know, it's the international asshole. asshole they complained about was he is old and throw tantrums like he, he is, is three, three years, years old. old. You got to love it on somebody to speak from his soul. So... When we talk about him saying that, like, he acts childishly and immature at times. Where's the diamonds for, for is forever on this album? Go ahead. Uh, so we talk about that. <laughs> we talk about that as far as like he says, like, yeah, I do get childish and petty at times. And then he goes on and says, you know, something like I own this dude's child. And then he goes on and says, I'm a 38 year old, eight year old. I mean, he, I don't believe he means it as far as like his about he can't conform. I believe he means that as far as like, yeah, I. I act rash. But now uh, he has, and you can look, I'll, I'll, I'll send you YouTube links where he talks about that all the time. Talks about trying to stay young. And that's the thing he tries to pretty much, because when you're around people that are like youthful like that, like I can vouch from being at acting school. It's just like, I literally feel their but energy. But why should he have to do that though? Like he's why does he? Why does he have to? Because he's why, saying he's saying young to be like you stay around the young. So, so okay, I guess, like, I guess he should start making songs about swag then, right? Okay. Yeah. He, he should start making songs about swag then, if he's trying to trying to be young. No, 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 no. Oh, no, no yeah, I see what you're doing. But yeah, yeah. yeah. No, when he's saying young, it's just like, for example, like a, a friend of mine. His daughter is uh, doing gymnastics, and um, his fiance, uh, they have the child together. She's like, she wants her to really stick with it now and get all this risky stuff done now, so she can get used to it while she is fearless. Because as she gets older, she's going to be more. Fearful. I mean, this is stuff you can read in. As all you get those... older, you get more fear, like in gymnastics, where you get more yeah. fear of doing something because you're afraid of landing. And, you and you're more fear of almost everything in life as you get older. I mean, this is stuff you can read in all the, the mind books out there. Well, not even that. Just sim- it's a simple basic. Like when you have a child, you're terrified about what the stuff like that your child is going to encounter and how to handle. And because think about how most people add about stuff as far as like yeah. it comes down to how am I going to be explaining this to my child? Right, because like, how am I going to explain this to this you know this young mind that's learning and trying to take in the world from yeah. you know and is more way more innocent and less jaded. Yeah, bro. So when we but, were young, we do anything. So for me, <laughs> so for me though, like when you talk about the young thing, my thing is, in a way, Kanye is one of the great contributor or I'm sorry collaborators in the history of music. Like I mean, 
I wouldn't say he's Bowie because Bowie, I mean, he did it. He literally collaborated with any and everybody he could and took things from people while also being a genius for, you know, the better part of 40 years. But he's, like, for rap, he's ultimately like that. Like, a lot of, like, when you think of, like, the Dynasty album for Jay-Z, like, that's pretty much Kanye's entire career. Like, you think of, like, from Most Def to Freeway to Ludacris to um, Jamie Foxx to Twista. And then to now, you're talking about, you know, in 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 there with Drake and, and Mike, I'm sorry, and, you know, still hanging out and doing stuff with Mike Dean. And um, and now he's with, uh, with he's still doing stuff with Rihanna and he's doing stuff with The Weeknd now. Like, and, everyone, and you know, Paul Wall and, and Rick Ross in between, right? Like, he's his ultimate collaborator, and I feel like, you know, and he, and he said it before, like, he used to do stuff, he does stuff with people because he tries to catch people, like, at their time and use their voices as, you know, ultimately an instrument, right? Yeah, him and Jay both do that. Like, yeah, well, I mean, Kanye does like, it. They called him, like, vampires before, pretty <laughs> much. Like, yeah, right, yeah. <laughs> Madonna, Madonna's another one of those, too, but that's more for the production side of yeah, it. We're going like, to absorb you, with the you know. Who of, yeah, yeah. Um, like find, so you some, ain't no find something that's hot in like the hot in the um, underground and try to bring it to the mainstream to, to you know kind of stay keep relevancy. So, but with Kanye, like that's when he talks about saying young, like that's what I think he means. I don't think it means like he's you know he's necessarily he's trying to get people's best work. Like he's trying to get that chance to rapper verse out of everybody he's hanging out with, more or less. Um, like, that's what I imagine. Like, same thing with, like, even, the, you know, another Chicago rapper, uh, Lupe on Touch the Sky. Like, that's, that's been his whole career. Like, you look at these records, like, Monster with Nicki. Like, most of these people's highlights of their careers are, are ways that they he blew up. Was, yeah. Like, that was their chance, and they blew, and they took the ball and ran with it, right? Like, you know, I'll, my, my whole... My favorite one always was like you get opportunities, your chance to shine, and you run, run with it. You better catch me run like Randy Moss, like 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 Killer Mike did, right? <laughs> that's always been so for me. That's what I think of when he's talking about you know staying young. But as far as like, but hanging around with young people, like for new for young ideas and to stay sharp, like I applaud that. But you're not supposed to keep like the bad. You're supposed to be old enough to know what the bad habits are and avoid that. Like cause even because even like we hang around these young people, I don't see Twitter tirades from Future. I don't see Twitter tirades from Southside or Metro Boomin <laughs> or I, Weekend. Does Weekend even have a Twitter? Because you know he's one of those yeah, like yeah, one yeah, of those off the, the grid, off the grid types yeah. to stay mysterious. Like he actually has a mystique to him, which I appreciate. It's hard to do that in you know 2016 now. But I guess I guess my thing is, is just, everybody is their own individual. Everyone's different, right? Right. And I think, right. I think the re- his success is we different. Yeah. No. <laughs> uh, hey, hey. I think part of the reason his like part of the thing that you get from him is like you said he's genreless. It's just kind of like it's something you haven't seen before. So, I mean, so in a sense, if he does anything that is expected, it almost would throw you off. And then with the thing where Rich was saying, it's like, where was Diamonds Are Forever on this album? I've always had that issue with music where I say, you know what, I never want to get caught up in the whole thing like, okay, this is what they're expecting from me, well, I mean, so, that's let me why he gave so let me give them what they want. Or, or the whole thing of, well, no, I don't want to do this because then they're going to say, this is just like such and such. Where's the growth? 
So it's just kind of like yeah. you're damned if you do, you're damned if you don't. I mean, so I look at it as kind of like try to put the put the, the earmuffs on and just do whatever you're feeling at that time. And if you dig deep inside yourself, it's gonna be different than whatever's before because you're, you're, you're everyone's continuously evolving. You know, you're not the same person that you were 24 hours ago. That's just scientifically proven. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, you're older. Yeah. Yeah. So it's just a matter of. You know, I think with him, he he's one person that I feel he puts the earmuffs on and just does whatever he is feeling. You know what I'm saying? And that's something that I feel like that's a, that attains to his success. Because in the event that he does, because like right now him doing this, like what Rich is saying, that, that's like I love where Nikki and Drake does that. The, the mo- they do it the best to me. They will make you miss a certain aspect of them. And then when they bring it back, it's almost like they're just kind of like, playing with you. It's like they're just dangling the candy in front of your face. You know what I'm saying? It's like, oh, I can do this. Like how you said, the, the, the Mr. Old Kanye, the interlude. Just kind of let you know if I want to do it, I'll do it. But it's just kind of like, just pl- teasing you in a way. But that keeps you there. It, it's stringing you along. It keeps you at bay. Yeah, I think you know I think those, I think what Nicki Minaj and Drake do is separate from what Kanye is doing. I think Kanye is actually um, is actually it, you know, Making Kanye West music. What I mean, making Kanye West music. I mean, like how you know, making his own his own genre onto himself. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Whereas with Drake and Nicki Minaj, I think they're more like Josh Smith, where it's like, yeah, they're just shooting bad. They're just shooting long twos and threes, and they know, and but not realizing that they're awful at doing it. Like that. I think, that, I think, I think that's a difference. <laughs> I think, yeah, they have no idea. Yeah, um, and you know, I, well, you know, I think Drake has kind of picked up on it because you know, you look at Drake the last year. You know, was, you know, because what? Um, it's been a year since. Uh, if you're reading, it's too late about yeah, right. Yeah. We don't like lose. that. That album, that mixtape album he did was so is completely different from those last two albums he did. Where he's like, oh, okay. Like I like if to you read this, you this is too late. Better than pretty much any of his albums. Better than so far gone. Yes. Wow. Well, so far gone is a mixtape though. That's no. Yeah. Yeah. yeah so far tape. gone to me is a that's a that goes in hip hop's time capsule in my opinion. Yeah, probably. Yeah. I mean, this is first. That's like the first taste that people got of like the the talent. Yeah, it, it showed the, the who have we ever heard since Kanye, and in a sense, even Kanye's first album. Did you see that much variety on the first? The so far gone was the most as far as a variety you've ever heard from any artist out the gate to show I can do this, I can do that, I can do this, I can. You know what I'm saying? It's like. There's nobody you saw that came out with, with well, Just because you're you're doing a bunch of different kind of songs, like that's cool, but you just don't get like like we don't, we're not just supposed to bow at your feet for that. For the for the versatility? Yeah, we're not just supposed to bow at your feet for that for you attempting to do that. But he, he didn't attempt, he did it. Right? That was everybody was so far going. That was a classic. I mean, I would I wouldn't go with the I wouldn't like the November eighteenth song when he took it like I, with the Houston vibe. I was like, and then I hear I wouldn't. I'm what like, I'm saying is, what this, he did I, wouldn't, was I wouldn't go as wide enough as saying that for every genre. I would say that as far as just for for rap, probably. rap. Yeah, that was the first time we seen somebody because everybody was like, "What the heck, this guy?" He's like, even though I'm, I'm Kobe all day over LeBron, you know what I'm saying? But this this was like LeBron. They like this dude can score what he wants. He could drop dimes when he wants, get boards when he wants. It was just like nobody seen anybody do that, like how Drake did that to be able to like, well, what the heck can he not do? It made you wonder, like, where is this going to well? go from here? Sing well? I think he stays in his lane. 
He yeah. stays in his lane. Yeah, but him his lane is not like it's not singing well. His lane is singing solidly. Okay, yeah, silently. Like he's but, like but, you're but not feeling like he's not. He like, sings silently he's no, well. He's no one's Chris Brown. No, no, no. But he's, he's no sing- one's R. Kelly or Usher. Correct. You know, but he sings silently well, and it's the best we've heard. He's of no one's weekend singing. I felt. Uh, but we're uh, seventy-one minutes in. Oh, well, before we do this, like before oh, we wrap every, this up, so let's do this. All right? the hip-hop in, in the whole right Kanye, yeah, so in the whole thing of Kanye, I mean, because really the only thing else really to talk about was really like right now, where you have a ranking for Kanye's out for for Kanye's album compared to the rest of his discography, and like what were thoughts on the Kendrick Lamar oh, yeah. performance? That was really it for oh, that, yeah. you know. And Yo Gotti's like the hottest rapper in the world. Who? We just had a seventy minute, some eighty, probably like eighty minute podcast about Kanye West and your guy's highest rapper in the game. All right, unbelievable. <laughs> All right, so we'll do this real quick. So do this. Kanye, right? Kanye's bigger than uh, like he's. Uh, would you okay? I kind of look at where certain players like with sports, like he's in the like the Mount Rushmore. So it's kind of like I, you. I don't think it's fair to even judge him to everyone else. Just like it wasn't fair to judge people to Jay back when you know. Magna Carta, Holy Grail came yeah. out. You know what I'm saying? It's kind of like you can't really come because they're already there. They're cemented. You know what I'm saying? Out of everyone else that has not been on Rock, Rock Mush, Mount Rushmore, it's it's out of I say Yo Gotti or Future right now have the crown as far as the hottest rappers out right now. I would say Future because you know Future like he stays in everybody's forefront because he's always making new music. Not that yeah, I would say not, J. Not, Cole. Not that it's like, not that it's like, <laughs> no, 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 his album came out, out, his came out, came out over a year over ago. Over a year ago. So I came out, what, like November of 14? Yep. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. when it, when it, like, 2016. Yeah, if J. Cole dropped tonight, in a week, it'd be J. Cole. You know what I'm saying? But I'm just saying, as far as right now, as far as All right, today, so, all right, so let's do this. Yeah. All right, so, Dave like, in, in y'all mind, like, where, where, like, I guess, right, these Kanye albums. Or where do you, where would you put this? Like, you know, you ain't got to give, like, a full... You know, one through seven ranking, or like, where does this up? Where does the lands about? Like, what area is this for you? Um, like, is it a tier system or whatever? Okay, um, I've got four. I've got I've got four better albums than this one. Oh, Kanye's. So for you, so wait, this is the so this is the fifth best album. Yes. So obviously he's would be. What's the other one? Uh, the albums I have that are better than this are. No, what's the one you have? What's the other album you have above? Eight Ways a Heartbreak. Okay. And oh no 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 no! What am I talking about? I have Eight Ways a Heartbreak and Jesus are underneath this one. Right. right that's what, right. that's what it is. Okay. And Jesus. then uh, I've got uh, like number one for me is graduation, then uh, college dropout. My Beautiful Dark, Twisted Fantasy, then Late Registration, then okay. The Life of Pablo. Alright. Uh, Ways of Heartbreak, then Jesus. Okay, so... Jason? Four. Four? Okay. What were the three that are... What are the three that is above? College Dropout, Graduation, and... No, no, no. What albums are... Like, what albums are... Do you have Hello? that being better than? Yeah. Oh... Um, it is a heartbreak. Jesus. Am I missing one? 
Israel Heartbreak, Jesus. And I don't know, late registration, I would say, I can't definitively say it's below it, but I would say it's probably like a tie. All right, Alex. Yeah, I, I, my beautiful Dark Twisted Fantasy to me is one of the best albums ever in life. After that, I go College Dropout, then I go Life of Pablo, then I go 808s and Heartbreaks, then I go Yeezus, then I go Graduation, then I go Late Registration. Okay, um, do I have to rank them or can I tier them? I mean, we all ranked them. Why you gotta be different? Yeah, oh. yeah, yeah. Hey, we different. Hey. We different, right? <laughs> okay, so I, I, I know. Okay, so for me, um, jeez, I haven't thought about this in a while. Okay, so I'll, I'll say College Dropout still the best album, and because honestly, I have I have an issue with recency bias. So like the base, like in the tiers, like I'll say tiers. So one, I'll say College Dropout one, um, My Beautiful Darkness Fantasy two, um, and depending on which one I heard last, I'll say it's a better album. Um, then after that, you get, um, I believe, Life of Pablo, Graduation, and Late Registration. Um, like, depending on whichever one I heard last would be. So, I, you know, I guess right now, I can't do, I'll say it's, I'll say it's his, um, I'll say it's his fifth, his fourth best album. So, Right now, I'd, I'd put. Um, I'm a graduation stand. I, I like that album more than people, more than most people. So, um, just because of the whole idea of the stadium, um, the stadiums like to rock an actual stadium. Big brother, good morning. Yeah, but the, the, the thing is, like, the production sticks Champion. out to me more than like you know, because a lot of like, for example, labor station is like. It's more like it's pretty much like drop college dropout too, right? Especially if we give, throw out the skits. Um, but I mean that John, some of that John Bryant stuff was like, people are going to forget like a few years from now. People are going to forget. They already forgot we, about late how, registration. How dope like, we major is. Oh my god! Like crack music. Like really, man. Yes. Like come on, roses, bro. Like roses. Like diamonds are forever. Drive yeah. slow. Yeah. Like just nuts. The intro. Um, you know, heard him say is nuts too. So, I, I you know. Like, people don't understand, like... People just always forget that yeah, album. Say, so, like, like, that shit never happened. I mean, he, because, like, <laughs> the thing was crazy is, you know, we always talk about, like, music artists and, like, you know, they always say you have your whole your whole life to make your first album, and then you only have uh, so much time, like, a year or two years to make your second album. And, like, you know, basically, like, in, what was it, like, five, five six quarters, he, he came out with late registration, like, right after that. It was yeah. nuts. Um. Anyway, yeah. So I'll say, it was on fire. Yeah. So I'll say three. I'll say three is graduation. Four, life of Pablo. Five, grad. Uh, is um, labor registration, and then eight oh eight six, and then uses last. So everybody has uses last. Um. I didn't have that last. But do you have? Where do you have uses? I had. Of? I had uses was third to last. Okay. Um. I, I actually. I sonically. I like it. I like, yeah, hold on. You you like send it up. That loud ass horn. Look, I like. I apologize to the listeners. For Kanye went to the Yeezus tour, 
That could have been that could have been something that that, that part of the reason that. But it's the thing if you went if Kanye before, before if, I went to the tour I was already. You but know, the thing is this. So when I went to the tour, I was like, oh, but what you're saying God. is this. You what you're really saying is I didn't go to any of the only went to one other Kanye tour. This is really what you're saying. No, I went to Glow in the Dark. I say that's the other one. Oh, okay, okay. Yeah, like because if you went to like for example, a, a song like a song for me that always graded me was I wonder because I hate that that oh, freaking I hate that so I hate that ambition as because I hate absolutely hate that ambition as a writer snare because that, that that snare is just static. It's, it's literally static. So and when you go there and you see the live presentation and of the or, of you know the string section of that, it change, completely just wins over that terrible snare. And that and that, well, that one that song won me that song won me over over time. Like probably that. like the last six months, I've been listening to that song like a minute and thirty seven seconds in when all that shit comes in. Yes. it's like it's just beautiful. Exactly. Like, <laughs> exactly. So you know, like, where is that on the album? Like, right. So, let me finish my point. So, for me, like that's why, like we use like with Kanye, like Kanye. Regardless, I don't. I think it's impossible for Kanye to fuck at the beginning of an album. Like it's impossible. Like since, yeah, since Dark Fantasy and how monster the first half of that album is, and how it basically finishes, how it gets through and finishes up, just on the way it did. To even Yeezus, where like you know, Yeezus has has obvious missteps and you know or whatever, but like the first, the, you know, like but you know, I am a god, new slaves, uh, black skinhead, though or. Uh, off-site, on-site, on-site at the beginning, like, all those records are tight, and then, like, it just didn't work out at the end for him, he just didn't have enough to finish that up, but same thing with this, like, you get through ultralight beams, and you get all the way from, you know, part one and part two, um, famous, um, feedback, lowlights, highlights, and then by the time you get to um, facts at the end, you're like, wow, this dude actually was able to pull this through in a way that, you know, given the range that this album went through, I just didn't think he could get there, but he did. Like, you look like every, every one of these tracks are interesting. So, kudos to that dude for putting up, for putting this shit together. I think a lot of the way he could be able to make this shit work out this time was the fact that he was around a whole bunch of contemporaries compared to when he was in Paris or France um, doing that day. Well, that, that, so, that guy, Rick Rubin, actually was, he had like a little bit to do with yeah, some of the songs. But on Rubin, this. you know, Rubin was more or less just like an executive guy just overseeing it. You know, and that's how, how Rubin's so got down the last few years. That, that, yeah, yeah, right. As you joke about, he, like, the, you know, he you just know. sits on the couch with his, with his feet, shoes off. Yeah. But yeah, yeah, so then like last two, you know, so kudos to this dude for making his work because it seemed like the, as far as all the delays you know how when records get delayed how they end up turning out historically like he put this together in a way that just is kudos to this dude there was so much go, so many moving parts to this and it was a high wire act and a lot of fuckery was going down what you think Rick add a hi hat like <laughs> <laughs> like, like, comp- like turn the compressor up on the snare yeah I have something classic I want to play here it's like a 30 second thing. Talking about Kanye West's new album, The Life of Pablo. First of all, he gets into this whole Twitter argument between him, Amber Rose, and um, Wiz Khalifa about his, he changed his album name to Waves, but you basically got in an argument for no reason if you just change it to The Life of Pablo, so what's the point of that? Second of all, 
Who is Pablo, and why does his life even matter? I don't know. By the way, looking forward to his new album. Whatever. And that sums it up. People will say what they want to say, but look at how that guy ended it. Either way, looking forward to his new album. So it's almost like I feel like a lot of artists envy being in that position to just be able to do whatever you want. Do whatever you want, huh, Alex? Yeah. I mean, pretty much it's... I think a lot of people would envy to be in that position to pretty much say and do what they feel and still be successful. But, you know, that attains to... There's a lot that comes with that, though. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You got to be able to... if, If you don't have that... You know, caliber of music is not going to work that way. But that's like, you know, but that pretty much... Even if you that, do that, have that, that says how That says how they feel. How, you know what I'm saying? A lot of people feel they're going to say whatever they want to say about anything else. You're still going to look forward to it. You know what I'm saying? They're still going to appreciate the music, which is what he is, a musician. But, but that's only so long the stuff's going to last. Cause like, once, like, at a point, people just be like, all right, enough of this. Like, he's had his time. Because, I mean, just granted... The shelf, the shelf life for a great artist is only but so long anyway. He's thirty eight now, and he's like, already thirty eight. He's already seven albums in. How much longer is he actually going to really be? Especially in continuous? rap, like I mean, I don't. Well, the thing is, I don't think he's even special to rap because I think he's more or less transcended that. Like he's flat out, he's flat out a pop star, like a popular music star. Yeah, but but the thing is with what, his, but with his music though, you don't. You, I mean, from what we've seen now, you don't feel like he's going to take it to a whole another. No, Stratosphere that we'll there's no really, really place no. else to take it because, like, you think of okay, like Jesus is so like he's on the, the thing, downtrend. The, the thing, I'm not Jesus. Like the thing about like Pablo is it's already stuff he's already it's all stuff he's already done before on some level or another. Like me and James were talking, it was like Jay Z. Like Jay Z's seventh album was his seventh album was the Blueprint Two. Was it Blueprint Two? Because the sixth album was the Blueprint. But Jay Z no, and Kanye's we, we, we careers were different. It was like American Gangster Jay Z. Yeah, like at 38 years old, Kanye. Yeah, that was American Gangster Jay Z. Like it's pretty much like that album is something he's done before. Like Bad Guys, a track he's done more or less before, right? Um, Rock Boys in the Building is just you know funny party track because we the winners because you know we sold dope, right? Like we got money, much. Now, right? We're 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 basically legit now. We survived all this stuff, like you know stuff he sort of already did. Like I mean. I mean, think about it. 2003, Black Album was a victory lap. After that, he literally became, you know, the retire- his retirement rap. And I feel like Kanye's victory lap in his zenith was, like, 2010. Like, it was My Beautiful Dark Twisted Fantasy. And this is, like, that post-prime era. Like... Well, you know, I mean, I obviously, you know, it wasn't a solo album, but I mean, you don't think, like... Well, Watch the Thrones in that, too. Thron- okay, okay. Watch the Thrones in that okay. same kind of... You know, that was an all-star game for those niggas. Like, <laughs> that, was a, that was a hell of an all-star game. <laughs> I love that album. Um, yeah, but I just feel like that's what, like, with the Yeezus house, it's completely, it's a whole nother monster sonically. So that's why I think it worked, like, with him, he'll be able to, because he's always going to, it's always going to be something that's that's left from what's expected. Okay. You know what I'm saying? So but it's just kind of like, but you, you, you know, you're never going to see him coming. But the thing is this, right? So when he we did, just don't we, bow to, we just when don't he, bow he, to your feet. When he like, did, when he did Yeezus, Yeezus was like, okay, like this is the first like gigantic titles number one. Let now. me finish. Okay. Like when he did Yeezus, Yeezus was like, okay, this is like the first like big main like gigantic rapper to do a minimal album or whatever. And like he he wants props for that, but like 
the minimal he did wasn't wasn't necessarily the dopest. Like, right. I mean, the beginning it was was dope, but then like uh, it fell apart at the end. So you compare that to like another another person that did, that's an actual person that does minimal music, like for example, someone like Sia or someone like Lord and and like so you mean tell me like. These white women make got better tracks than you, Kanye. And you're just visionary. <laughs> like, it's it's kind of weird, you know. So, and I, and I think, like, yeah. he's, and he was at that point, he was thir- you know, thirty five. Now he's thirty eight. Like, there's only and, you know, what happens? More, more what, time you take between these albums, more time, more time passes, and age. Shit. Like, you can't. I mean, it's gonna be hard. Like, I mean, you look because he does collaborate with some people. Maybe he can stay fresher for longer. I think he but, has a blueprint three. But there's only been one. But there's only been one David Bowie. Only one David Bowie, huh? I mean, there's only been one. Like you know, that dude was okay. So we talk about if we're talking about uh, decades, right? In the seventies, if there's a Mount Rushmore of the seventies, geez, okay, Bowie's on there. Uh, yeah, I wasn't there, bro. You, <laughs> Bo, okay, but I'm saying like boys, Bo would be on there with like Bob Marley and Stevie Wonder, right? And then you come with whatever your fourth guy is. But those are the three for me. So from for him to still make dope, like to make that album that that he died on is like inspired by Kendrick Lamar, and it was dope on the way out. And he died like literally days after it dropped. Like, that video, like right he's there. only you know, there's only been one of those. Like to expect kind and, and like Dave and you know and 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 Bowie's thing was the fact that like he's more or less like the method actor. Like he could be, like his interpretation of what human human responses or feelings are is what he can portray. He can project out. Like he's almost like the Daniel Day Lewis type, right? He's like the method actor type. Like Kanye's not really that type of person. So like. He he is him. He's not a portrayal of what other. Uh, he's not a like basically like projecting others. He's not a mirror putting up to you and then projecting feelings back to you of what he thinks you you will feel. He's not that type of person. So like, he's not even like I don't know where this ends up, but like you know, let's see. But I don't think it's gonna end up when the year twenty forty and he's still doing this. I just don't well, see it. Well, you're saying he raps about his life, so. There's only so, there's, there's only so years, much, like, who knows what else is gonna happen in his life. But I mean, there's only so much interesting out of that. Like we, like when did we but stop? We turn up yeah. thinking like the same token, like with Eminem, for example, right? He said he's running after, for president. After two thousand, like after Eminem show, like we pretty much got tired of Eminem running by Eminem. What if he did a whole album, a concept album about things that he would do if he was elected president? There's so many other ways he can go. That's what I'm saying. There's other. That's I, the thing, but, though, but, right. that's, but if he did that, that would be him basically going back to pro, pro black college dropout Kanye. And those days are over. Well, Rich is miss- Rich says he misses that. So there's got to be that's, people. But that's why Kanye made the old Kanye thing. He's like, I'm not doing that shit no more. <laughs> no, that's what I'm saying. Like he's not going. He's never going back to that. Like where he's gonna like nah. And that's where he got what his most acclaim and basically burst on the scene as a megastar. Like you're not you're not gonna strike lightning twice. Like to find something that works. That much it's like, already, at that advanced age, like him, it's just not like gonna happen. Like, for for, for him to for him, was a for him to drop for him, but that's still in for, that era. Like, so I'm saying like this, right? For him to basically come across like Kanye is so different from everything else because there are so many things that like, that are happening in his career that are so different from everybody else to where, right? He can dr- like for him to have a dark fantasy in his catalog. Uh, Anyways, a heartbreak in his catalog, a uh, yeast in his catalog, 
and a college job on his catalog, like, there's no, there's nothing, like, there's nobody else that's in another genre that does, that has something so, so stuff that strikingly different sonically, and it, and it, you know, more or less worked, or worked well enough at certain points like that. Like, it just doesn't, he's so different than everything else. So that's, like, why, for example, he might have a, a long shelf life because he is one of those rappers that, like, can make rap music and people check out that don't necessarily listen to rap music. Like, so, like, guys, people like Drake, for example, people like Eminem or Macklemore, for example, they would just drop in and, and check it out or whatever, just off the strength of that person's genius or whatever, or them being, quote-unquote, a refreshing difference, right? But I don't know how long this lasts as that generation becomes middle-aged. Like little kids ain't about to start getting into like Kanye West like base off. Yeah, of, I don't. I don't really think so. You know? Yeah. Well, like I, I don't. I don't. I don't see people like I don't know. I don't see people that are under a certain age, just like people born in '97, like really rocking with that like that. Like they're gonna, they'd be like, yeah, Kanye was cool, but Kanye's gonna be become their Jay Z. Where it's like, yeah, he's cool, but he's been around too long. We're done. Like that's the thing. That was the thing for me when I was in two thousand in two thousand. Even 2003, when I was, you know, when I was in high school and people were saying, like, Jay-Z's been around too long. It's like, hold the drop now and shut shit down. But that's because of <laughs> us, not because the youngsters are listening to him necessarily like that. Um, like, that's grandpa rapping. Yeah. Like, you, you, can't, can't, you, can't, you can't be aged. Like, at a certain point, like, okay, so Madonna. Madonna lasted from the mid-80s to 2008. As a actual bankable pop star, she's fifty six now. Uh, she dropped that bitch on Madonna. That record's hot, in my opinion. N- ain't nobody going for it. Michael Jackson. She had. She had. My, like, listen. <laughs> she had. Look at all the people in that video. She had Nicki in that video. She had Br- or Britney Spears in that video. She had Kanye in that video. The dancers in that video were, were raw as hell. That beat is raw. People were, were like. What can we do it's with this? Madonna. We didn't relate to you. You're a whole. You're two generations older than us. At a certain point, you can't. You can't. Uh, you don't relate. This doesn't work. I just to me, we haven't seen. Regardless we, of how hot the music is, we haven't seen Hope fall off the cliff. Hope can drop something right now. Eh, he sort of did. Like, there, like there's clearly a different Jay Z past 2003. There's clearly no, no, a difference. No, no, no. Okay, and but, then there are flashes of, of greatness. It, all right. After that, okay. Well, so wait, how so long, you're, speak, you're speaking from a, from a standpoint. All right, we can uh, do this off air. We can do this yeah, off air because we're we're, we're 94 minutes. Yeah, in. yeah. People, so so people probably like, oh, fuck this. Yeah. Like, <laughs> all right. Uh, this is break, One Nation Radio. You might have to break this up to a part one and part two editing without even. Yeah, you might have. Yeah, to, no, we got so much. Like yeah. we have so many technical difficulties. This is all going up in one. All right. This is One Nation Radio. Peace. Later, folks. Peace. Bet MGM has an unreal deal for sports fans in Virginia. Turn $5 into $150 instantly when you place your first wager at Bet MGM. Simply download the Bet MGM app and sign up using code CHAMPION150. Then, place a $5 wager on any sport. You'll receive $150 in bonus bets, regardless of your wager's outcome. And if you think the fun stops there, the king of sportsbooks has plenty of surprises in store. Check out daily promotions, same game parlays, live bets and so much more download the app in virginia today and get 150 in bonus bets instantly from your first wager only at bet mgm 
BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. See BetMGM.com for terms. 21 plus only. Virginia only. New customer offer. Subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Please gamble responsibly. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Promotional offer not available in Washington, D.C. What's so special about Hero Bread's soft, fluffy, and delicious breads, buns, and tortillas? These ultra-low net-carb baked goods contain zero sugar, fewer calories, and more protein than the leading brands and are high in fiber to support gut health. Shop now at Hero.co.